Remember back in the days of Sesame Street when a little jingle would pop in the middle of the show and say, today's episode is brought to you by the letter F or by the number five. It was just a cute way for kids to get a little bit more information in, in an easy way. Well, that's what I'm gonna do today. Instead of a traditional advertiser or sponsor, today's episode is brought to you by Electrolytes. Electrolytes are very misinformed in how I use in my office, but I think nearly every single athlete has a component of their fitness and performance system that has to do with electrolytes. Truly in my clinic, I probably suggest to about 90% of my clients that most of what you have happening in your body is an electrolyte issue, yet they just don't seem to care. If you need to learn more about it, guys, check out my podcast article about electrolytes and learn a bit more about it. It's that big of a component in your life. Today's article is called How I Gained 10 Pounds in 5 Hours. And I know this is going to come off like a crazy story, but I'm telling you guys, it's the truth. And this happens to millions of people every single day. It's not skepticism or a strange and unknown phenomenon to be ranked in the realm of Bigfoot and the Bermuda Triangle. This is real. This is science. First, I'm gonna give you a quick story to set the scene because this is how I teach. I add a human element and typically make myself the jackass as I have not to point the finger at you. The other day, soccer practice with the little guys went late. So now it's 7.30 p.m. My wife, aka mom, is gone. She's off to a tennis match, most likely dropping aces on those young chickies that think they've got the swag. That away, babe. So now it's dinner with daddy time. Me running the show of homework, food, snacks, and bedtime. Sounds like a night of Happy Gilmore and breakfast for dinner, huh? I've got this. But instead of the usual pancakes and sausages, the youngest one throws a curveball at me. I want fish, daddy. Let's stop and get fish. I can cook it up. It'll be way better than pancakes. And this is true. My youngest has got way into fishing, and he's really good at the cooking of it as well. The prep and the cleanup, I mean, that's a different story. But with visions of my wife being so proud of me, not just surviving dad night, but actually excelling and winning at being a dad, and her coming home with a tennis victory and a dad win at the house, how could she not throw herself into an uncontrollable rage of passion? Ugh. But the grocery store is seriously a one-hour round trip. That won't work. It's just too late tonight. This is real-time science that real-life parents hit each and every night. But hey, not so fast, my friends. My little island has a grocery store now. That's right, right on the way home from the soccer fields. That's a win for me. Viva Padre Island forever! Late night runs are common here, and this place is stacked with food. But sadly, all they have is frozen fish. This would take an hour of defrosting just to get the show started. Same time problem as going to the grocery store in the first place. We, see, we decided to compromise and go with fish sticks and fries. Seemed like a very appropriate meal for an Adam Sandler, Happy Gilmore type of uh, dad night, right? So here's how the title of today's episode came to fruition. The next morning, I weighed 4.8 pounds heavier than the previous day. Now, I'm not certain what a plate of 4.8 pounds of fish and chips looks like, but I know what a 16 ounce steak looks like and I did not eat nearly five of those. I mean, 4.8 pounds plus gut bloat, a low grade headache, and just plain irritable and miserable in the morning, 
Coffee couldn't fix my funk, and even my eight-year-old was complaining of it the next day. 4.8 pounds, so what's happening? I know I didn't eat 4.8 pounds of food, so how can this be? Guys, I gave you the story to just show you the reality of a very real phenomenon called reactive foods. And this is real. It happens. I've written on it here many times with links on my podcast and my articles to reactive foods and the tie to chronic inflammation before making it a more sciencey version. But I wanted this one to be fun. If you want to dive into it, dive into it. I think you should look at the reactive food ones. It'll jack your system. But here's the gist of it if you want a quick take. Certain foods aren't good for you. Heck, many so-called health foods aren't good for you. You, in capital letters. They may be good for that guy over there, and they are advertised as clean and healthy, but you can be reactive to different foods. Basically, your body treats food X almost as an allergen, or think of it better as an invader. It's an invader, and the body does what it does. The brain, and specifically the gut, says, what's that guy doing here? He's not allowed. Don't even let him in. Get him out of here now. And the body does what it can. It loads the gut up with water and bloat and moves the invader along. Let the miracles of the intestines do what God intended. I've known about and written about reactive foods for years. I started playing with this idea back when it was called an elimination plan diet. Yeah, that's what elimination plans are supposed to be finding out. It's funny how they often forget to mention that, huh? You're supposed to be paying attention to this. It's not just I don't eat gluten. It's that you have done tests to show you that gluten causes a problem. But there are also a lot of new cool blood tests that you do in the mail and just results are sent to you over your phone. These are the best. It cuts down the grocery bills and it cuts down on the months involved tremendously. So I know that my primary reactive foods are oats, potatoes, sweet potatoes, pistachios, and anything with MSG. MSG gives me a rotten headache and just makes me super irritable for about five hours. There are a few others I'm sure. There's a few that I'm suspect on and I constantly test. But look at this for a second. Oats, sweet potatoes, aren't those supposed to be good for me? Aren't they healthy foods? Yeah, for some they are, just not for me. In fact, they are so not good for me that they make me gain about four to five pounds each time I screw up and eat them or decide as I did last night to go ahead and have a couple crinkle fries with my kids. If I eat X, I gain bloat. It's that simple of an equation. Know your reactive foods and make yourself better by simply avoiding the foods your body hates. And here's where it gets fun. I know this was my issue. When I cleaned up my body and helped my body process the problem with some digestive enzymes and a lot of water and a moderate fast, within 24 to 48 hours, I was back to normal. It was just a one-timer. But what happens when you don't know? What happens when you do it multiple days at a time? What happens when you do five pounds of reaction four or five days in a row? You typically will gain and hold on to sometimes 10 to 12 extra pounds of liquid and bloat and feel uncomfortable. The other thing that happens is you know it and you just deny the evidence sitting in front of you. You just say, forget you guys, I'm gonna do what I want. And that was supposed to be Cartman from South Park. Well, I'll just ask you right back. What does chronic inflammation look like and feel like? Why can't you lose weight? Why are you angry or, or have a shorter fuse than what you probably should have? Why do your joints all of a sudden start hurting? How come your feet look swollen? Why does your nose run when you eat certain foods? Because these reactive foods cause bloat and water retention give you a histamine reaction. So more on the link I told you about. For this podcast, just know this. 
I had a plate of fries and fish sticks and I gained five pounds overnight. And that, my friends, is how we wrap up the entire story, providing both some medical insight as well as some cheap entertainment in a fun-filled 10-minute podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate me, check the links for more information, and please start to tell your friends or even write a review. It's nuts how the modern system is just the more reviews you get, the more they start to advertise it. Let's get you a little show notes before I close out. The mail-in reactive food blood test that I use and clinically tell my clients to use is from a company called Everlywell. The more in-depth podcast I wrote is called Reactive Foods. You can find it on SportsDocDC, and I also wrote one on chronic inflammation, and I have tons of other ones on nutritional ideas. Reactive foods can and do affect all aspects of health because nutrition is 99% of all of our ails. It's true. I know the workouts is fun. It's sexy. It's good to go for a run, but if you want to change the way your body looks, it has to be nutritionally. And a little extra food for thought. Sometimes it's not weight gain. Sometimes it's skin reactions similar to and often diagnosed as eczema, especially around the lower legs and calves, on your hands or wrists. Maybe it's not poor circulation or rash, guys. This reactive food idea is seriously one of the best strategies for anyone looking to battle chronic inflammatory disease such as rheumatoid issues, lupus, fibromyalgia, as well as bowel and gut inflammation conditions like IBD, Crohn's, and colitis. And it should make sense. Those are chronic inflammation issues. Chronic inflammation. The foods you eat cause inflammation and you eat them chronically and they irritate you and overwork your guts. It's not just coincidence, guys. This stuff is real. It will be the medical diagnosis of the next decade. Mark my words.